0: And welcome to Ending Physician Overwhelm. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Mello. I'm a family and obesity medicine physician, as well as a certified life coach for physicians. In this podcast, we talk about how the learned habits of people-pleasing, perfectionism, and a lack of boundaries show up in our lives, and how they contribute to burnout, exhaustion, and overwhelm. The healthcare system is broken, my friends, but let's not wait for it to be fixed in order to feel better. Hello, my friends, and welcome to today's show. What we're talking about today is something that's called clean decisions. So one thing that leads many people to take the plunge and hire a coach is the desire for change. It's not uncommon for people to come on an intro call with me and tell me that they plan to leave their job. They're thinking about doing something new and they want help through the process, you know, and that might be Process of leaving one job, finding a new job, creating a new work situation for themselves, um, starting a new business, et cetera. It's such a natural time to want guidance. But one of the things that I focus on with people is what I call making a decision from a clean place. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Regardless of what was going on in your life prior to the pandemic, it's fair to say that this catastrophe has led many to question their current circumstances. If we set aside the health threat that we all faced, the social overhaul, the unrest of people everywhere as we struggled to cope in the early days, you know, as well as what happened later with the challenges of major staffing shortages in healthcare, equipment shortages, burnout, trauma, there has been a lot to deal with. If you've considered leaving your current job, it's no wonder. Times of intense stress often lead to big changes in our lives. That's natural. What I think is really important, however, is making your decision from a clean place, meaning that you have done the work of sitting down to consider what is important to you, where your values are, and what you need from work in order to live in alignment with those values. And when you've done that, when you're clear on who you are and what you need, then you're able to analyze your current situation and make a decision on whether or not this circumstance can meet those needs or values. It's a lot different from storming off one day, screaming, I can't take this anymore, you know, flipping everyone off and, you know, just running away. That my friends is what we call a dirty decision, right? When you just throw your hands up in the air and just can't take it anymore. If we're being really honest I think that there are many of us who, at least on some days, want to do the latter. We want to angrily storm off and never come back, to let them know that they've lost us and that we're not coming back. Many of us even have some fantasies about this, how people will mourn us, they'll regret that they didn't treat us better, they're going to struggle to ever find someone good enough to replace us. Yes, there are parallels here with leaving a relationship as well. In this scenario, though, notice that we are in pain and we are wanting to inflict pain on others, not physical pain, usually, but emotional pain. And you may not ever really consciously have had these exact thoughts, never actually said, well, I want them to suffer, but there's often an element of that. And we have to acknowledge that, right? It doesn't actually end up feeling good. It actually ends up feeling pretty pretty gross. And I want to point out here as well that in this scenario, we are also failing to recognize our own value. It may not seem like it, but if we really step back, there is a part of us that is furious or hurting, feeling unacknowledged and unvalued and deciding to cast those emotions onto other people with the hopes that it will make us feel better. There's still the ever-present component of not accepting your own value until others recognize that we're valuable, even though there's also this ego element of wanting them to miss us. This is a messy mess, and I don't want anyone out there listening to think that one, They're alone if they've ever had this fantasy. And two, let's not believe that this actually will make us feel better. My point is not that you should stay in a job or a relationship for that matter that doesn't work for you, not at all. My point is simply that often we are not clear on what our values are, what we truly need and want. And when we make reactive decisions from negative emotions, and we do so with a desire to offload those negative emotions and experiences onto other people. We don't, and actually, end up feeling any better. Now, there is a big caveat here. There are times and situations that are unsafe and abusive, and I'm not suggesting that you should hesitate to leave a situation that is unsafe or abusive if there is physical or sexual abuse, name calling, threats, belittling, etc. You don't need to put up with those circumstances, period. That's not what we're talking about here. But a lot of us aren't actually experiencing that level of a situation. A lot of times we're dealing with understaffing, lack of teamwork, lack of team coordination, lack of autonomy, and not seeing the expressed values of the organization playing out in the decisions coming down from leadership. I don't want to condone these things or suggest that nothing should be done about them. But I do suggest that before you leave this type of situation, acting out of anger, overwhelm, resentment, or frustration, that you take the time to figure out what actually is important to you. And you may actually need time and space to do that. You might have to leave, you know, before you're able to really identify what it is that you want. You might need a long weekend away for yourself. You might need to take FMLA leave for some time. You might need to reach out for support from a therapist or a coach. But again, I recommend that you do the work, if not before you leave, then at least before you start something new. Because let me tell you this, when we don't make a clean decision and we aren't clear on what's important to us, we will be poor judges. Critical thinkers about our next move. And we will lack the clarity that we need to make a good decision. And we're going to take that lack of clarity with us, right? Many of us have seen this, right, where another job looks very shiny and very attractive. And, you know, over time, that shine wears off, or we figure out, hey, you know, those things that they promised us aren't really true, or we find ourselves overworking in the new situation. Let me spin this another way. When we do the work to get clear on our values, clear on what is important to us in our work, what criteria are negotiable and what's non-negotiable, then we are in a place to make a clean choice. The best thing I ever did for myself professionally was to hire a coach before I started something new. If you haven't heard that part of my story, I left my job in a large HMO in 2021 in a very slow, very calculated, and very secretive way. After a really difficult meeting in August of 2020, I knew I couldn't stay where I was, but uh, I'm an Enneagram 6, someone who lives into the future and imagines all the terrible possibilities. So I knew that I needed a good plan. And my plan ultimately included earning a second board certification in obesity medicine, something i wanted to do before, but now I felt really compelled to do it. My plan was to open my own practice. And after I completed that, cert- that certification, I resigned. But before I was gone, right, between my resignation and my last day, I ended up joining a coaching program for women physicians. And ultimately, it really dramatically changed my perspective on who I was at work, what I did have control over, how I did my work, and how I felt. Things changed so much for me that I contemplated staying. I thought of withdrawing my resignation, not from fear, but from generally changing how I showed up and how I thought about myself. In other words, I got to this clean place. Ultimately, I did decide to leave, and no, I don't regret that because it has all taken me in a very interesting and important direction, But what I want to highlight is that doing the work and getting clear on who I was and what I would carry as my values moving forward allowed me to look at the current setting and decide without distress or panic or fear that I was still ready to move on and to know that I would be okay if I stayed. I didn't need to leave in order to be safe or happy. I think that is very, very important. And again, this is. Not the same when we're really talking about an abusive, you know, uh, work environment where terrible things are happening. But that really wasn't the circumstance at the time that I left. I was just ready to move on. And I could see that from a really clear place. In order to move on, in order to have a new experience, whether you stay at a job or you stay in a relationship or you move to a new state, we have to really understand what we think and believe, what we like and don't like, and consider how all of this has us showing up in our current circumstances. And again, assuming that we aren't subject to abuse, once we can see and really understand these parts and get out of those reactive negative emotions, we get to make a decision that our future self will thank us for. Because that's what it's really about. We want to set up our future self for success. Emotionally, personally, professionally. We may think that our current emotional state is permanent and that we're doomed to always experience it, but we aren't. But in order to get to the place where we change our experience, we have to know what needs changing and really do the work on the parts that we do control. Because things don't change just because they we think that they shouldn't. People don't change simply because we believe that they should. Work environments don't change just because we think they should. It's not to say that we don't have any opportunities to foster change in others or in our work settings, to have dialogue, et cetera. That's not true. But we need a compelling argument with a clear understanding of our own values and needs, as well as a relationship in which conversation is two-way, right? There has to be give and take. In order for change to happen, sometimes when people do this work, when they get clear on what's important to them, start setting and maintaining boundaries, start communicating their needs from a place of self worth, self confidence, sometimes we end up staying, staying in a job, staying in a relationship. But the experience is better because we did the work. Sometimes people do end up leaving, of course, as I did. But we leave prepared not to repeat our experience in a new setting, with better knowledge, better understanding of how to navigate situations, to know what we aren't willing to compromise on. We know our deal breakers, and we know our values. We aren't letting others make decisions for us. We are clear on what is in front of us, and then we decide for ourselves if it works or if it doesn't. The point here is absolutely not to trick ourselves into staying or gaslight ourselves into saying, oh, it's not that bad. Instead, this is important values clarification work that helps us to get out of reactivity, to get unstuck from emotions that feel heavy and immobile, and to figure out who we are now and what we need to thrive. I think it's some of the most important work that we can do for ourselves. I know for me, this work is ongoing. And I come more and more into myself all the time. And that's what I want for you. So don't wait. If you're struggling with your current situation, living in anxiety, maybe living in fear, wondering what to do, sit down and hash it out. Pen and paper works. You could talk with a friend, a loved one, a coach, a therapist, uh, a career professional of some kind. Do what you need to do to build a better experience for yourself. And if it's safe, as it is for most of us to do this work before making any decisions, then do that. If it's not safe, if you need time, if you need space, then take that for yourself. You won't regret it. And you do deserve it. Truly. My friends, that's what I have for you today. And thank you as always for your time and attention. Please share this episode with a friend who needs to hear it. And if you would be so kind, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, take care. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you as always for listening. To learn more about my coaching programs, head to www.healthierforgood.com. And if you love this podcast, please drop us a review on iTunes or support the show by clicking the link in the show notes. Until next time, take care.